0: A.K.A. Blender Ed, Blender HD. Here uh, you can follow me on Twitter. And uh, this is the show where we talk a little bit about yesterday's slate. We go over some some winners from from yesterday, some some top lineups. We see if we could learn anything, and then we talk a little bit about today's slate, which, as usual for NBA DFS, means nothing at eleven o'clock in the morning, right? It really doesn't, right? But I mean, let's see. Do we had injury report guys? We got Bams probable. Clint Capella's questionable. McCollum's back. Okay, we got that. I'm scrolling down. Yeah, I don't, okay. Daniel House against Dortz is questionable. Right, and 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 we see here that there are plenty of people. There's plenty of guys that don't have an injury designation, but they will be at some point today, out of the blue. It it, it always happens, right? So that's why we talk a lot about strategy. I answer your strategy questions in the YouTube chat because you know me. I like the YouTube people. I see you here, Daniel Hutchins, Matt Meard, John Johnson, Card Fan, DJ Cicero, Apocalypse, Rob F, Meat Plow. Of course, can't forget Mister Meat Plow. And uh, and hit that thumbs up button. Hit. I got the apple juice here. I didn't even open. I don't even think oh, I opened it. Right? Okay, it's cold. We got Devin back producing. It's been Eli for the past uh, couple of shows, so uh, Devin's so much more cordial in the chat. Typically, typically he's saying good morning. Uh, Eli, I think is too scared to chat, but uh, you, you have to give the clappies to Eli, and in Devin, you just uh, just do whatever, whatever. I don't know. There's there's no specific thing. Say hello in the in in the YouTube chat. Stress one wants a shout out. Okay, I'm sorry I didn't mention your name in the YouTube chat. I just go through a bunch that I see. Okay, stress one says I'm he's 20 minutes from me. Okay, he's gonna end up coming. He's gonna be on the show. He's gonna, I mean, it's gonna be one of those things where a guy comes through the window and murders me in the middle of a show. It'll end up being a Law & Order episode or something. Something like that, right? So I'm telling where's my shout out? I'm 20 minutes from you. to come here and give me a shout out then. Okay, so good morning, everyone. Hit that thumbs up button, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you're new hit the notification bell to know when we go live i got a shout out to uh one of our one of our our premium subscribers hutchboy hutchboy i don't know what his exact username is he's hutchboy on in our, in our discord uh and he, he won the, uh, the the 20 max the $4 20 max i think yesterday i think also the n1 and, and the and the quarter and the 50 cent Why i did something like that he, he won a bunch of stuff he, he didn't put in like 600 bucks and got like 13000 back I could probably find him on results DB, but I just wanted to give a shout out to that. Let's see, I could find him. I, I I should give a proper, a proper, a proper, proper shout out. I, I at least get the username right. Right. Should be up here, right? Well, okay, it doesn't even show the win. Okay, where's the winner? Yeah, Hutchboy 180, right here. Right? He's got this. He got the N1 here. Here's the Hutchboy down here, the quarter the jukebox. So yeah, he pretty much had the nuts. I think he had the nut nuts. I don't know if you could have had a better line. Could you? Could let's see. No, no. He had the he had the nuts. If he had, if he had the lineup in the in the shoot around, he would have he would have won that also, right? I mean, he had the nuts. I don't know how. I pretty much. I mean, heavily leveraged lineup. Delon Wright, Dante Divincenzo, but I mean, look at Barton Hayward, Holmes, THT off the bench, Pirtle at three percent. I mean, pretty much, you pretty much Do I, I, you, you had the nuts. I, I mean, I don't think it's the absolute nuts. I think maybe like a 370 lineup was the nuts, but effectively, uh, effectively the nuts. When you combine, uh, you know, Pirtle going off for 7x at 2%, THT at 4%, going 11x. Yeah. I mean, you didn't even have Giannis, and Giannis was the highest scorer on the slate because you didn't need it because you had like Barton, 8x, Hayward, 7x. Di Vincenzo enough, 6X. DLon Wright, 6X. I mean, he he got it all in. he was even saying in the Discord that like this was like a lucky lineup. Like we go here, we go look at his exposures. Like like, like Pertle, I think was only in one lineup, he said. Yeah, look, Purtle, 5%. Right, because he played 20 lineups. Purtle was in one lineup, and THT was in three lineups. Right. Claxton in one lineup. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, sure. He had quickly. Yeah. He didn't even Giannis in that lineup. He had Luca. But if you take a look at the, look at, look at the exposures versus the field. Like eight, like if we go by top right here, like it kind of matches. Right. Quickly was chalky. Giannis was chalky. Magruder was chalky. Alec Burks, Derek White. I mean, he played most of these guys, but other than like Marcus Morris and Luka Doncic, just so, just so happened. I, I mean, it's a I think it's a clumping issue. Actually, we take a look quickly. Giannis Magruder, none none of those three are in this lineup. None of them. But technically, really, when you, if you're going to build these lineups, you're probably going to have one of them in. So instead of Lon Wright, you'd have you'd have quickly. But of course, that wouldn't have given him the win. Or that may have given him the win anyway. But four—I think it was a four-point difference. Yeah, four-point difference. Okay, it wouldn't have. He would have ended up coming in third. Or Giannis. Oh well, he couldn't have played Giannis over Luca because Giannis was a little bit more expensive. But like Magruder wasn't necessary. So it's not—it's not like he was completely off the board. It just so happened that he had he had one right combination. Sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes, I mean, really, sometimes that's all you need. To have Holmes, Purtle, Barton. See, so look, Barton, 30% of his lineups. I mean, it's not, it's not, it wasn't nuts. DiVincenzo. He just had the right combination, which is fine. So just wanted to, just wanted to shout out Hutchboy 180. It, it was his biggest win, right? One, one, one of our premium subscribers. You could join the Roto Grinders Discord. And you could congratulate him to yourself. Hit the link in the description. You get ten dollars off your first month if you join join premium. Especially get the combo premium because NBA we got what a month and a half or so something like that left. But MLB starts up in two weeks, right? Two weeks. I I'm counting the days. I'm getting sick of NBA. I'm I i i have almost pretty much stopped playing NBA GPPs just to let you know. I play cash. Just it's 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 exhausting. It just, it, I mean, it, I'm used to, I'm used to late swapping. I'm used to, I, I like, I used to like NBA BFS. I used to. So I liked all the, Oh, this thing moves and that thing guy, you got to pay attention. There's an edge there. And then it just gets exhausting. Even if you're doing five lineups for GPP, it gets exhausting. Okay. I'm going to play this and then I'm going to wait. And then I'm going to see this and then I'm going to have to switch. And then, then Paul George is out 10 seconds before lock. and then you just throw your hands in the air. You go, know, why am I doing this to myself? I can't wait for MLB. That's why I'm counting days for MLB. But taking a look at the, I mean, Hog Lawrence won the uh, the 100K the, the shoot-around. But he said THT. He had a combination. He had Jokic and Harden. It, as long as you played a stud, he did well. I mean, I think LeBron was the lowest lowest scoring stud, but I think he scored like 53. So that was not that bad. But like Giannis, all the high price, all the price, high price guys got there to some extent. Right, but you pretty much needed Holmes. I think he needed Holmes. You probably needed THT at, at 40 points at 4%. Well, you got enough points out of Campazo. I mean, he could have he could have played Magruder in that spot. That would have been fine. Bullock, 32 points. Right? I mean, th- th- this is not an out this is not a completely out there lineup. Almost all double digit owned players outside of like THT. Royal Payne over here. You had Saban Lee, THT, Caldwell Pope. A little bit weird. A little bit weird lineup. Randall, Randall even got there. Like there were tons of people that got there yesterday. There were a lot of combinations you could have made. I still think you, you probably needed Horton Tucker. When he's four percent done, you probably needed him. Like Rockstar 918. Okay, he didn't have okay. Okay, here's the first lineup, but it's like what almost 10 points behind. Luca, quickly, Morris, Giannis, Zeller, basically Jeff Green. Oh, Jeff Green went off yesterday. Yeah, he did great. Eight, nine X, nine X or so. But he's one percent done. He was unnecessary. But I mean, this lineup. I mean, outside of Jeff Green, this is not that not that contrarian of a lineup. Looks a lot like a lot of a lot of cash game lineups. Like I quickly in cash. I had Marcus Morris. I had Giannis. Bullock was popular in cash. Zeller, I think, was a little bit more popular on FanDuel than on DraftKings, but he's, he was viable. So, I mean, kind of a Cassius type of lineup with, you know, maybe a 2v2 or 3v3 off of that. So Not that not that much difference. Going into the YouTube chat. Oh, we see Hutch. Oh, Hutchboy's in the chat. Hutchboy saying, hey, Blender, it happened for me last night. Took it down. Yeah, there you go. Hutchboy says it was his leftover lineups. That's that that's what's called clumping or clustering. So, so truthfully, that's a bad thing. Sometimes that's un, that's that you're not intending on doing that. Clumping means that when you use an optimizer and you like you want to have like 50% of this guy and 50% you've put in your exposures, and like the first each lineup that goes down, like is good, 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 good. And then like it, it like. Well, it's used fifty percent of that guy, so now it's going to use someone else. And then by the time you get to the bottom, like your exposures like are all clumped together. So if so, if you're going to play like, oh, I only want to play fifty percent quickly and fifty percent Morris or fifty percent Bullock together or something, something like that. Like it'll give you okay. Oh, oh, you only you want these guys in happy lineups? Well, put put all three in happy lineups together, and then the other happy lineups have none of those three. So that, that would be what clumping is. So a lot of times, like if you build on an optimizer, you'll see that, you know, let's say you build 100 lineups. Like a lot of times that bottom 20 lineups are like, oh, all your contrarian plays put together. Like you'll see the ownership just plummet in those lineups because the optimizer doesn't know any better. So you have to, you have to work with it to, for it not to do that. Truthfully, you don't want it to do that. Sometimes it happens. And it happened here that, you know, oh, I played a bunch of these three or four guys except for that one lineup that didn't have any of them. I still had the right exposures. This is the the main reason why I don't want talking in terms of exposures. How much exposure? Above the field, below the field? Like it's about lineups. So it's like you could, oh, I have 50% exposure to this guy, but he's all in, in every lineup with this other guy and always with this other, I mean, your lineups look way too similar to each other or they're just bad lineups. Right, it's like, oh, I have 50% of this guy, but it, it's, it's, all, it's all bad lineups. It's all lineups that project low and have too high ownership. So it doesn't matter that you have 50% of someone. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. What do the lineups look like? Oh, uh, let's see. Daniel Hutchings says, this is why I usually play night and express slates. No or minimal late swaps allowed. Yeah, but the slates are small. So I, sh- I should just be playing the turbo and the night slates. But I mean, I, I, the variance on two or three game slates are just ridiculous. It's not practical to play most main slates well if you have any sort of family life. I don't have any family life, but I'm still exhausted. I mean, the, la- the last game didn't get off till 10.30. It's from seven to 10.30. Doesn't matter how many lineups you have. You're just sitting here going, I, what, what, what garbage is going to happen now? Who's in? Who's out? And then you're switching. You're late swapping. You, you go. Okay, this lineup's behind. I need to move this guy up, and I need to do that. Like I'm just sick of it. MLB is kind of like you're done, pretty much. Once it's What's it You're not gonna. You're rarely gonna change much, if anything. But Hutchboy says clumping is an issue for that pool last night for sure. It's something I've been working against recently, but last night some circumstances kept me from being able to work through that. it lucked, lucked out. Okay, at least he understands the clumping stuff. And tenacious uh, C twenty says, "Any tips on utilizing optimizer features to prevent clumping?" There a lot. Of, you there are blunt tools you could you could do bluntly. There are a lot of blunt ways to do everything. That's why, like the optimizer is is. Like lineup HQ is you get to tell it what to do. It's not, it's going to do whatever you want it to do. So if you don't tell it something, it's just going to do whatever it wants. Right. So like a, a way to do it is like last night. Well, let's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking on today's slate, but it doesn't show ownership or anything, but like last night, let's say you didn't want to play uh, chalky guys together, create a group and know, just only one, you know, you could do that. That'll, that'll prevent clumping. So like last night, if we look at results DB, we go through, let's go through ownership. Like quickly, Giannis, Magruder, like those three up here that are 30 plus percent owned. If you set a group of like max one, well then obviously you're never gonna get any lineups. We're only gonna have one of each of these guys. So that could minimize clumping. You could also set minimum ownership. So for instance, in the the build rules, Min and max total ownership. So if you don't set a minimum, it doesn't matter. It's going to throw, it could throw in, you know, eight, 5% owned guys, even though it, it even though it, it does everything else you want it to do, it gets you the right exposures. You may have two lineups at the bottom that have elected to combine ownership, but God knows nothing like minimal. So let's say for instance, well, we don't have ownership. So it's hard for me to show it uh, right now but let's say the, the optimal's ownership is like 160 total. And then if you took one of these players out, right. One of, one of those, uh, where, where am I going? Quickly, Giannis Magruder. So if you just took one of those out, like around 30, right. So that if the optimal was 160, maybe you don't want to have a lineup that has more than 130% ownership. Right. Which is going to be very hot now. If it's going to put all three together, that means it's going to at least, right, 43 plus 30. I mean, you already have 100 between these three players. So if it's going to put all three players together, it's going to give you a lot of contrarian lower-owned options in the rest of the lineup. And if you set it at 130, then it's more likely to give you two in the lineup or one. So you you could use minimum and maximum ownership in order to prevent clumping. obviously unique players I mean, the unique players like number of unique players, one means that the difference between every one of your lineups is only the difference of one player or two players or three players or four players. So if you're getting clumping, maybe you up that to three or four, depending on how big your player pool is you're less likely to get clumping. But usually the blunt tools are, are, Are groups and and ownership but of course with groups you're hard coding you're just basically i never want any of those jockey players together with each other then they're more likely let's say let's say last night you wanted to have a ton of quickly and a ton of magruder you want to have 50 percent each well if you set a group that has that they're none of them together it'll have 50 you'll have 50 percent of lineups with quickly and 50 percent of lines with Magruder, separated from each other you could still up the exposure and say give me as much of them as you can just not together so those lineups will be evenly distributed more so and you add that with the min and max ownership and there you go those are blunt tools to do to do so going back into the youtube chat Hard fan said, Jordan, my FanDuel cash lineup seemed very lonely last night. Mine, mine broke away from the train. A lot of misses on the late swaps. Well, I just I just I just played the optimal lineup. I don't know what you guys did. <laughs> that, that's all I do. Well, once uh once Sarich wasn't, you know, once Crowder was starting instead of Kaminsky, then I then you played Crowder there. And then uh, Brogdon was uh ended up being with Lamb out, end up being slightly higher projected than Chris Paul. So that, that was the swap. That was, but I didn't make that decision. Remember, remember, I'm playing cash games with no decisions. I'm just going straight straight by the projections. But I mean, yesterday in cash was pretty good. Oh I mean, yeah, I lost on DraftKings, but did well on FanDuel, did very well on Yahoo. It's dipping up and down, right? It went down, it went down to 17. Now we're back up to almost 19. Right, it's gonna go up and down, right? Like the stock market, up and down, up and down. This is just cash games, though, not GPPs. But I'm just like the GPP stuff is just I, my head hurts. I'm done. I'm done. I just how, what? Has it been three months. We started the end of it, it, two and a half months, almost almost three months. I'm 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 pooped. Bring on baseball don't have to worry about well do i fit this guy in the small forward spot because i may have to move this guy because i had the marcus morris yesterday like do i put him in the power forward or the small forward spot because then if i play him in the small forward spot and i have to swap then i don't have anyone to go to and then i end up having to play taylor to order doctor and i would have done great so i mean it actually worked out the, the opposite way i was so concerned about filling up that small forward spot yesterday it's got to be LeBron. It's got to be Burks. It's got to be something like that. Hayward, right? Because Hayward, small forward, power forward. Then you have to put Giannis in your center spot. And is that a good idea? If you don't play him in the center, then you have to play a, what center are you playing? Playing Zubac with the Baca out. Just it, my head hurts. I, I, it's just, I'm done. My head hurts too much. Kai Roach says press those thumbs down keep the show a secret so my ROI stays good right yeah the, 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 the thing is is that people will people will watch the show and just still not do it that's what we have to rely on people people watch the pregame show or they or they listen on the YouTube on on iTunes right you could do that you could listen go subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts rate and review it the roto grinders dfs pregame show but people people listen or don't or they listen they go uh, that you're making no sense what are you talking about math what are you talking about never watching games what are you talking about this game theory stuff line of building right leverage and correlation well what's i i just watch the games and i i i tell you tell you who's going to do well tonight right like those types of people are never going to get it so don't worry about it You don't have to worry about, that. That's, that's, that, that's why I do what I do. I got, I'm 100% transparent. This is exactly how I play DFS. This is exactly what I do in the morning at 11 o'clock in the morning, this is what I do. Going to go into, into results DB and see what other people did. Oh, that was interesting. All this is whatever, you know, how many, how many people faded quickly? Like ending, ending, no Giannis either. Like, oh, what type of line was he, was he making? Paul George, okay. In the small, small shooting guard spot. Yeah, these, yeah, see, this is the interesting stuff that I look in. Michael Bridges, Michael Porter, so balance builds. Was he building balance builds? I, I mean, I saw Luca, Marcus Morris, yeah, Green, Wright, Zubac, Zeller, Yo- okay, some Jokic and Luca, but still under, like not, not that much. Looked like a lot more. Kawhi, Harold, you know, a lot more balance builds. Which which was which was contrarian yesterday. But then we take a look at like Jettabisk, and it's like like, well, no Magruder. So he must have put in some cheaper guys. Well, there we got some Fox. See, I think he's the only one that had a bunch of Fox. Fox healed to so the Sacramento, Sacramento game. If Hayward, who did Sacramento play yesterday? I forgot. Was it Sacramento Charlotte again? Was it something like that? Who played Sacramento yesterday? There's little things. I'm just trying to see because he played a bunch of Sacramento. I'm seeing if he played the other side. Fox, Heald, a bunch of Campazo, Harold. I mean, still a bunch of THD, 56% THD. That, that's a little bit. I mean, that's probably a late swap. I don't think he intended on necessarily having 56% from the beginning. Lonnie Walker. Okay, interesting. I'm, I'm just looking at construction types. Different players tried different construction types. Like Royal Payne, less quickly. Had plenty of Burks though. Like nothing on DeLon Wright, no LeBron, no Derek White. So it's like, okay, how did these lineups get built? Len, horrible. Jokic, so paid up at center. At Westbrook, okay. Now 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 Westbrook Beal. Okay, now I'm getting it. Irving. So basically paid up at, at point guard and center. Instead of the opposite, what other people were doing. Because most likely we were paying down in those spots. Or playing Giannis at center or something. Okay, I get it. That's the direction that that, that Royal Payne 21 took. But that's what I look at. That's why I go through results, DB. Chris Brown says, uh, joining you late. Grew up in St. Matthews in Louisville. Oh, okay. You're here in Louisville. With these late. St. Matthews isn't that far away from me. Coming in for the Derby this year, you hope. I don't know. Are they gonna have. Are they going to have? Uh, are they going to have fans for the Derby this year? I don't know. It's. I mean, it's a month and a half away. Would love to buy you apple juice. Oh, you could just send me apple juice. Right. Send it. Send it. Maybe by way of the roto grinder's office. Send send those people apple juice. Send Devin some apple juice. And Eli. You don't have to send me apple juice. The only reason I, I drink apple juice is because it's not soda. And it's not water. So I need something in the middle of that. Soda is, is not healthy, and water doesn't taste like anything. So it's like, what's in the middle? Fruit juice. Okay, whatever. It's still there's still sugar in here, right? Isn't it supposed to be natural sugar in apples? I don't know. So what's going on today? On today's slate, tonight's slate let's see what we got here so i just i'm first look i don't know what the hell's going on moses brown oh my god okay what are we doing here why is he coming up what happened what do i miss did i wake up and then what happened i know i know horford's out basil out you got brown roby like that front court situation like moses brown has played like 25 minutes in the past couple of games yeah 24 26 19 I mean, been efficient, but I mean, steals, rebounds. So is he going to be truck? Moses truck? Is he going to part the Red Sea? The Bulls, they're red. He's going to part the Red Sea and the Bulls. So Moses Brown is going to be truck today. What a world. Yeah, take a look. Sato. Okay. We can still Sato is still under 4K, still quickly under 6K. Bullock under 4K. Poku. Oh, yeah. Forgot about him. Get, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with this lineup? I'd play this lineup right now. This probably makes sense. Sado quickly Bullock, Bullock, Poku, Brown, SGA, LeBron, and Towns. Seems seems viable to me. Right now, as of right now, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, play LeBron and James and Towns against each other. Simmons is back for the Sixers. Okay, so. So pretty much everyone else there is going to be kind of overpriced, even though Embiid is still out. That's why I take a look at RGV. I mean, there's not there's not much going on as of right now. Like the smash percentage is like there's not much. Tony Bradley, I guess maybe. I mean, there's these are obviously these are five fourteen in the morning projections. These are the, these are the projections that just like pop into roto grinders before anyone makes any manual adjustments. But this does make sense. This stands to be a lower scoring slate if it stays the way it is. So really the the, uh, the big key to the slate is what you do, what do you do with the thunder? If the thunder are gonna be shorthanded. Right. I mean, we even have Maladon in. I think he's questionable also. Right, Svee, I don't know if he's going to play. It's most of the front court, right? Because they still have Ty Jerome. Dort is questionable. They still have Kenrich Williams, Justin Jackson. They seem to not want to play Mike Mascala. So, yeah, it's a, I think it's more of a the SGA, Poku, Moses Brown type of thing. And I, 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 I mean, Poku's had games that are ridiculous. I and mean, look, seven for 13, 10 rebounds, four assists, block, a steal. He's still two out of 11. He's still got 14 points. When he was 3K, he got 32 points. So if he's going to play, if he's going to play, if he's even if he's going to play 30, 32 minutes in place of uh, Baisley, right? We haven't, right, right now with 31 minutes. He's fine, but I think he'd be possibly over-owned. If you take a just look at the plus minus on the RGB, just based on that. Maybe you play Roby instead, even though Roby is 5,300. But I think that's going to be the key tonight. As of right now, I always have to say, as of right now, people listen three hours from now after you know 17 things come in the news. Or they'll say afterwards, you know, there's tons of news that happens, and there's oh, your call on that guy was great. Like I, dude, I don't even know what was going on at eleven o'clock in the morning. Like that, that doesn't apply anymore. Like what happens with Capella? Are we going to be playing John Collins again? What's Collins' salary? They price him up enough, sixty-seven hundred. No, not a good, not good enough. Capella's out, and Collins is playing. Then, then Portland, you pretty much can't play anyone. Assuming C.J. McCollum isn't on a minute, even if he is on a minute's limit, it doesn't matter. Like McCollum at 7,500, if we knew he was going to play 36 minutes, then yeah, then you play McCollum. But I mean, the 30 minutes, you don't. But that, I mean, what that does now is just kill everyone on Portland. Portland's been priced up as, you know, because McCollum's been out for the past, God knows how long. Right, that's why these numbers are so low. Like Lillard ain't 10-8 now. Covington, 6'2, Cantor, 7'2, Mello, 5,500. All these guys are just too. Gary Trent, he ain't worth anything anymore. Right? So, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, Cantor may be the closest, only because I don't, don't know if McCollum necessarily affects him that much. But still, now Lillard ain't a 10'8 player on DraftKings anymore. So they're going to be low owned, but I mean, I think rightfully so. And we still have Houston. They priced KJ Porter up to up to 7K. I think maybe he's gonna be over-owned also. Well, he had a dud game last well the, the last game they got blew, they got blown out. But I don't even care if House or Mac like even if House or McElroy are back. I'm more likely to just play Ola at that point. The difference between Porter and Ola Depot is 1,300. I'll play Oladipo. Maybe you play both. Who knows? Like KJ Barton's up to 5,300. Why don't I just play Jay Sean Tate at that point? But I don't know. We'll have to see. Obviously, if House and McLemore are out, then those minutes have to go somewhere. And then we start looking. Then the Rockets become a little bit more appealing. But we still have the Knicks? Is Peyton going to play today? Who knows? Is he questionable again? Or is he out today? Who knows? They, they, The Knicks are running a fr- pretty short rotation also. Even they're on a back-to-back. Playing quickly, Randall, Bullock, Barrett. I think that's fine. Perks even. Maybe not. That's what I'm looking for. I'm just first looking. That's all I'm doing here. First looking. That's why I rely on the YouTube chat. So if you have any questions... Just type them in the YouTube chat. I answer. I answer anything. The, the show is as long as you guys ask questions in the YouTube chat. This is an interactive show. Al Murillo asks stupid question or stupid person question. Recently, want a ticket to the Fanduel 222 single entry. Want to obviously win the twenty, but want a min cash at least because he's not a house stakes player. So min cashing would be great. How would you build the lineup I, you, you always play to win all the equity is in in the top spots if you, if, you, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna win a ticket to something play it play it to win or don't play the contest to win a ticket that's where that's where all the equity is if you're not going to play for the equity it's a losing proposition how would I build the lineup I would build the lineup as best as I would build the lineup to win. But the 2.22 single entry on FanDuel is not that large of a field of a contest. So you don't have to be nuts. You don't have to be totally contrarian. You can pretty much do what you said, core cash players with a 2v2. Yes, you can do that in that contest. If you're playing the 9.99, the the the, the larger field stuff, the $9.99, the $3.33, whatever, with uh, 47,000 entries, you, yeah, you, you're probably not going to do that. But in the fan of the two twenty two single entry, two hundred twenty two dollar contest, I mean that's what eight hundred people or something. It's not not that big of a a field size, so yeah, you could pretty much do a cash lineup with a two v two. You can, and if you want to get more aggressive than that, God bless you. I want you to play to win. All right, even stress what is giving him advice. Right, it's going to be much chalk it's a, it's a smaller field contest the chalk is going to be chalkier which means it's easier to find leverage but that doesn't mean that oh it's i would have just fade all the chalk like it's just easier to get leverage by fading one piece of the chalk and then having a 2v2 flip of your construction and you're good you could you can win that way let's see going through the youtube chat Deion Lewis says you can't play Porter at that price. I mean, he can. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah, I mean, he's put up 35, 40, 45 points. So, I mean, at seven thousand, perfectly fine. I mean, it's it's doable. Why not? But obviously, as the price goes up, the, the more points you need out of them. I don't want to put anything about, you know, maybe Porter. What is he on Fanduel? Do they? I don't think they raised his price enough on Fanduel. Let's take a look at Fanduel. As of right now, as of our five in the morning projections, which who knows what the hell that's gonna that's gonna mean. Now he doesn't even show up in the optimal here. Well, Bradley's cheap. How, yeah, the, the the Sixers are still the Sixers are underpriced. Yeah, Ben Simmons is eighty two hundred on Fanduel. Yeah, okay, now now, now I see. On Fanduel's will be a little bit easier. Yeah, Kenyon Martin. Right, it's only thirty five hundred. Didn't price up to Houston guys. This is more of a lineup: Simmons, Young, Quickly, SGA, Martin, James, Bradley, Harris, Moses Brown. Could end up being could could, could, it could still be the optimal by by uh, by seven o'clock or seven thirty. It's a seven thirty slate. Oh, and an extra half an hour. See these are the see see these are the slates I wouldn't mind if basketball if, if the if, if the slates were this like today, my head wouldn't hurt from NBA, okay? Because look what we got here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, set, seven games, okay? Which is fine, big enough. I prefer somewhere at least seven, seven and nine, ten. I don't like the five game slate. I want it to be big enough. We got the first game, solo game, 7.30. Okay, great. Perfectly fine. Utah, Boston, probably not playing anyone from these games. So most likely, unless someone else is out. And then you got one, two, three, four games starting at the same time at eight o'clock. Great. And then you got a 10 o'clock and a 10.30 game. Perfect. If it was like this, I wouldn't mind. Because then you got, it's like, okay, I'm going to get Anything that's going to happen in these games, these four games, I'm going to get the news, most likely, before 8 o'clock and be able to make any swaps. Oh, this guy's a house is out. Well, I could swap there. And this guy's OKC's starting lineup comes out. And mascala's in the starting lineup. Oh, how are we going to change now? You got 10 minutes to figure out what to do there. But now you could switch the guys in, 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 in the Sixers. Mike Scott is starting for the Sixers. What does that mean? Probably nothing, but whatever. You react to that. Bam ends up being a game time decision. So you don't know about that until, it's that, but they're all happening at eight o'clock. So you're most likely gonna find out all this information at once, be able to swap and make your decisions all at once. Then eight o'clock comes at locks and then you have nothing until 10 o'clock. You get to relax. Right, There's not 8.30 game and then 9 o'clock game and then 9.30 game and then 10 o'clock game and then 10.30, it's not constant. It's like, okay, no matter what happens at 8.01 p.m. I don't have to make a decision until like 9.55 anyway. I could go, I could could take a walk, I could do something, right? I'm not mentally taxed anymore. If the slates were more like this, the slates had, if it was seven o'clock, three games started. If it was, a let's say, a 12-game slate. Three games at seven. Six games at eight. And and at 10 o'clock, three games at 10. Like, something like that. Seven, nine, ten, whatever. Just make them all at the same time. No, none of this one game's here, then the next game, then the next the, six lock times. That's what that's that's what makes my head hurt. So yeah, maybe it's more that it's not basketball, it's just starting times. Jupocalypse is asking about snipping a clip. I don't even know what what, what clip are we what clip, clip are we snipping? It's from the show on January 5th. What what are you talking about? What clip are you talking about? I have no idea. Jupocalypse is just, and I don't know. What is this referring to? Can I snip that clip and post it? I don't even know what it is. What am I posting? What did I say? My YouTube clip of what? What did I say? Tell, Let me know. I don't even know. Snip that clip of what? I don't even know what this is referring to. Oh, the lesson when you showed what a distribution curve was on Khan Academy. just go to Khan Academy and see it. (laughs) Most people don't understand that, what a projection is. Oh, LeBron James projects for 56.7. No, he projects, it's a curve. One standard deviation between 44 and 74. But people don't get it, right? You guys get it. Well, some of you at least. They get this stuff. That's why you join me in the YouTube chat, helping other people out, hitting that thumbs up button, hitting the subscribe button, hitting the notification bell to know when we go live. I don't know if there's anything more. I don't think there's anything more today. What what else could we talk about? There's nothing more to talk about. We got OKC today on one side. We got Houston on the other side, kind of. Philadelphia because their fan duel just doesn't—I don't know—they're just asleep when it comes to pricing. And then whatever happens, whatever happened—the 1:30 p.m. injury report, who knows? 5:30 p.m. injury report, who knows? And then one of these eight o'clock games, someone gets scratched, right? Some Trey Young is out for no reason, just whatever, right? It's gonna be something. It's it's always something. You can't we can't even predict what the something's gonna be, but it's gonna be something. You're gonna be sitting there going, I know something is gonna happen. I gotta be prepared for it. And then you're never prepared for it because you don't know what the hell's gonna happen. When does MLB come back? Can we get this back soon? That starts what? In in two weeks, right? The first, is opening day. Right? Well, we'll have an opening day show. We'll start talking about baseball. Rob F., do you use the defense versus archetype as part of my building process? No. Anything that would be relevant would be already in the projection. So I don't look at it. You're looking, this is literally what I'm looking at. So for DraftKings, here, see between this line where it says projections and that line, that's all I need. I don't need, I literally don't need anything else. I could show five minutes before a slate. And all i need are these columns that's it all the stuff you're talking about defense versus archetype all the the total all this type of stuff and the and all these numbers all this type of stuff it's already it's 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 already in there the range of it already is represented in the range of outcomes it's already been simulated i'm getting the i got the range of outcomes i got the meetings i got the plus minus i got the smash percentage the point per dollar I, I mean that's that's all i need and the ownership, obviously, which we don't have out yet, we never have out this early, rarely, rarely. Sometimes we do, but that changes, obviously. That's all you need. That's it. That's all you need. I don't I barely have to know that. I don't even know the names of the players. Names of the players are irrele- irrelevant. All the player stuff is done for you. (coughs) Assuming you have projections. Well, that's why you sign up for Roto Grinders premium. $10 off your first month. Hit the link in the description below. When I play any sport, baseball comes up. Do I, who's the seventh hitter for the, I don't know. I, I just look at the numbers. They, they, They relate to a player, but I just care about the numbers. Is is the projection model good? Yes, okay, so then what do I have to look at? Anything that I would be looking at is just going to explain why the projection is the way it is. Oh, why is Moses Brown popping? Well, there, there has to be a reason. Do I even need to know the reason? Do I need to know who Moses Brown is? No, all I know is that the projection model is good. So there has to be some reason why Moses Brown is popping at three point five k? Now, I happen to know that Horford's out and Basley's out, and Moses Brown is higher fantasy point per minute player. probably twenty five minutes of that, and okay against Chicago, which is probably a good matchup. But do I need to know that? No. Well, I need to know is, do I trust the model? Yes, okay. And then that, that's, that's all that matters. If it says that this guy is, that this is the range of outcomes for that player, then it is. And that's okay. But use that to make your lineups. From that point, it's game theory. So all that work is done for you. That's why I, considered, I consider the roto grinder subscription to be like severely underpriced. So, I mean, Severely. 40 bucks a month for a sport? Are you kidding me? For basketball? You, you see how hard the projections team works every day? They, they need to be getting paid more. I would pay 400 a month for this. This is, I mean, it does all the work for you. I mean, come on. All I need to concern myself is building lineups, is building plus EV lineups. Don't have to wonder about uh, how do I project players? It's like, it's done for me. I can build my own model, but it's gonna, in order to get a model as good as Jimino's for uh, for, for basketball, probably take me two or three years, just to get it to be this good. So why why don't I just pay for it? Same thing for for, for Cardi, with the bat. Like, dude, the bat is like the best baseball projection system out there. I I could I, I could probably take five to seven years and still not have have as good of a system, and spend twenty hours a week trying to do that. I just pay for it. And it's done. All my work is done. Ninety percent of the work is done. Now it's just now it's now it's time to build some lineups. Where do I get the leverage? Where would I get the correl- correlation? What contests am I in? For getting the right lineups into the right contests. There you go. That's it. I'm trying to beat other people. The goal in DFS isn't to predict the outcomes. It's to beat other people at a game. Oh, I knew that this guy was going to go off, who cares? Did you win? How much money did you win? I, uh, exactly. So I don't care about being right on a player. I care about winning money, beating other people, lineups. I want to, my lineups to beat your lineups. Okay. Jeremy Grant had a 29 smash percentage yesterday and only put up 21 points. Had a all the lineups. Yeah. 29% of the time he'll smash. 71% of the time he won't. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's that's percentages. I mean, people like, oh, Moses Brown. Oh, he's going to be a smash. He's 41%. Moses Brown ends up putting up, look. Look at his, look at his range of outcomes right now. 11 to 36. Okay, 36 would be 10X. So that's his 75th or 85th percentile outcome. His 15th percentile outcome is 11. So if Moses Brown goes up, goes out and puts up 14 points, that's that's within a standard deviation. The bulk of the projection is between 11.73 and 36.98. So if he, if he scores anywhere in between that that would be considered within the margin of error. That's a 25 point difference. But that's in that fat part of that curve. If he goes if he puts up 40 or he puts up 8, okay that's outside. Okay, then you could say, "Oh, that's an outlier." But like if he puts up 13 points, like don't complain. Like that's that's part of the projection. If he puts up 34, that doesn't mean like, oh, the projection was great. It's like, no, it's between 11 and 36. LeBron is between 44 and 74. Emmanuel quickly, 14 and 46. It's more important to look at this. This is the range within one standard deviation. And look how wide these are. So if Emmanuel quickly is projected for 32.4 and he puts up 25. Oh, the projection is wrong. No, the projection, it's actually in the projection. 25 is well within this range. This just happens to be the middle of that range, but doesn't mean it's the most likely. Modally, it isn't. Modally, which means the outcomes that happen the most. It's just the median. It's just the middle. Oh, let's see. Oh, Devin's posting links to the to, to, to line for, I guess the show on the 5th or whatever. The show on the 5th starting at the 3430 mark. I've I, probably shown a, proje- I've shown a distribution curve before. Clark Kent says the projections sound like the weather, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. But that But that is what it is. All the weather guys, all the weather men, the weather people, the weather women's, whatever, whatever you want to call them, meteorologists, all they're giving you is probabilistic outcomes. It's going to rain today. No, it's a 75% chance of raining. And then when it doesn't rain, they're like, you're an idiot. It's like, well, I said 75%. 25% of the time it doesn't rain and it didn't rain. Okay, there you go. Done. And that, you have to think probabilistically, not who's going to do well, who's not going to do well. Well, per, what percentage of time, and trying and put, putting those pieces together in a lineup to try to beat other people. So that's the name of the game: beating other people. That's that's why I'm that's why I made the course, Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. How to think like a professional DFS player. It's a 15-hour audio course. You can pick up at theoryofdfs.com tonight. slate, which means Grinders Live is at six, six o'clock, right? So we got six o'clock on this channel on YouTube. Uh, It's Dean and someone else, as I always say, because I don't look at the schedule. I know it's going to be Dean. And I know there's going to be someone, there's going to be one or two people with him doing Grinders Live at six o'clock Eastern. And then at seven is crunch time. Crunch time is for premium members only. And that's what Andy means, Kevin Roth, and probably someone else. Maybe Tuttle, I think on Mondays, Tuesdays. But I don't even know what day it is. Is it Tuttle? Is it Scorrel? Is it someone else? Maybe it's cards. I don't know. It's going to be with someone or maybe no one. Maybe it'll just be Andy and, and Kevin. Who knows? I have no idea. But it'll happen for premium members. So sign up for Roto Grinders Premium and pick that up. And uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens tonight. See what happens. See if any of this any of what I've been talking about. Even even who knows. Someone will sit. Someone will be out. Uh, who knows? Right. As of right now, it looks like OKC, kind of plus New York plus LeBron plus Towns something some type of combination of that. Saturansky maybe, some type of combination like that. Uh, but that could all go away. We had one slate where it's like, oh, it's, we're probably going to play all the Spurs. And then we ended up playing none of the Spurs because value opened up everywhere else. So we'll see what happens tonight. And uh, you turn into Grinders Live. You turn into Crunch Time. You go sign up for Roto-Grinders Premium. You get all the projections. You get the content. You get everything. You get the Roto-Grinders Discord, which I'm, I'm typically in. So you could always find me there. Uh, but uh, but if, if you don't find me there, you'll find me you'll find me here. I'm always here answering your questions at 11 o'clock in the morning every weekday here on the DFS pregame show on RotoGrinders.com. <laughs>